The top pro-life priests in the United States have said that no Catholic can vote for Joe Biden. Yet in campaign videos, Biden is touting his Catholicism over and over again. Last week, a U.S. bishop tweeted that Biden is not a Catholic, but no surprise, homosexuality-promoting priest Father James Martin insisted Biden is a Catholic. But seriously, with all the gaffes, the sex abuse scandal, and the lies surrounding Joe Biden, how can it be that he can be the selected Democratic candidate for this all-important election? We're discussing all that and much more on this episode of The John Henry Weston Show. Stay tuned. Before we begin, I just wanted to announce our newly launched internship opportunity at LifeSite News. It is now available, but space is limited, so please apply today at www.lifesitenews.com internship. Let's begin, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Joe Biden. Really? Come on. Is that the best candidate that the Democrats could come up with? This election, I think every side says, is perhaps the most important. Sometimes people say it's the most important in U.S. history. So it seems so strange that Biden's the selection. It's almost like it's a joke, but in fact, it's no joke. His gaffes are remarkable for someone running for president, for sure, but not for someone of his advanced age. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Hold these truths to be self-evident. Sounds corny. Not a joke. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. Yesterday you said you accepted Bernie's apology and now you're attacking him. Why are you doing that? Go, 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 go. Why wasn't his apology enough, Mr. Vice President? Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Just calm down. It's okay. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. At nearly 78, he's actually doing remarkably well under the strain of running for president. However, his lack of honesty has plagued him throughout his political career. What law school did you attend, and where did you place in that class? And the other question oh, is, could you quickly... I, I think, we I, I, think I probably Reagan. have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. <laughs> I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I won the international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only needed 123 credits, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. If I could say one thing. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not... Th 
Even the liberal newspapers and commentators are calling him out for his lies. I've been in and out of Afghanistan and Iraq 28 times. I've been in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan over 29 times. I've been in and out of Afghanistan and Iraq over 30 times. Now, his creepy touching and kissing videos are actually so cringeworthy that I feel like running out of the room when they're played. hardcore leftists are saying that they believe the horrific sexual abuse testimony of his former aide, Tara Reid, but still are going to vote for Biden nonetheless. In their minds, he's a sexual abuser, but they're still going to vote for him. That sounds hard to believe, I know, but let me quote for you. I don't want an investigation. I want a coronation of Joe Biden, end quote. That was Martin Tolchin, a former New York Times journalist who helped found The Hill and Politico. He said, and I quote, I don't want justice, whatever that may be. I want to win the removal of Donald Trump from office, end quote. Another liberal, Lisa Bloom, a trial lawyer who previously represented women who claimed President Donald Trump sexually harassed them, wrote on Twitter that she believes Biden assaulted Reid, but will support him anyway in order to fight Trump. Her tweet reads, and I kid you not, you can read it yourself. I believe you, Tara Reid. You have people who remember you told them about this decades ago. We know he is handsy and you're not asking for money. You've obviously struggled mightily with this. I still have to fight Trump, so I will still support Joe. But I believe you, and I'm sorry. End quote. Given all of that, you would be forgiven for thinking it shocking that earlier this month, Biden released a second campaign video touting his supposed Catholic faith and friendship with Pope Francis. LifeSite reporter Paul Smeaton reports that the short video released last week shows Biden and the Pope smiling and greeting each other, while a voiceover of Biden speaks about an occasion when the two men met at the Vatican. I just walked out the side door of St. Peter's Basilica after a meeting and getting an opportunity to shake hands and have a brief conversation with Pope Francis. The first people I saw were a group of nuns who, to me, epitomize everything Pope Francis talked about in his homily and what he stands for, about generosity to other people, about reaching out, about making it a point to understand that we are a brother's keeper. And that's what, in my experience, being raised as a Catholic and educated by the nuns, that's what those lovely women I'm talking to uh, symbolized. Well, back in February, he released a similar campaign video featuring Pope Francis in which Biden says he goes to Mass and has the audacity to say he prays the rosary and his faith is what has helped him through the most difficult moments of his life. And for me, my religion is just an enormous sense of solace. I go to Mass and I say the rosary. I find it to be incredibly comforting. Well, given Biden's extreme position on abortion, 
which is according to the faith he claims to profess, the murder of innocent babies in the womb, Biden's claim to be Catholic is about as authentic as someone with a penchant for killing puppies claiming to be an animal rights activist. One U.S. bishop took to Twitter to call out Biden for his fake Catholicism. Bishop Thomas Tobin of Providence, Rhode Island, tweeted last week, Biden-Harris, first time in a while that the Democratic ticket hasn't had a Catholic on it. Sad. Bishop Tobin's tweet garnered many anti-Catholic responses, some even accusing the bishop of pedophilia. It was also not surprising that homosexuality-promoting Father James Martin, who, by the way, has agreed to speak at the Democrat convention, responded to Bishop Tobin with a false correction of the bishop. Mr. Biden said Father Martin is a baptized Catholic, thus he is a Catholic. Well, by definition, Bishop Tobin is correct, and surprise, surprise, Father Martin is not. The 1943 encyclical of Pope Pius XII on the Catholic Church called the Mystical Body of Christ defines a member of the Catholic Church specifically to exclude those like Biden who claim to be Catholic but separate themselves from the unity of the true faith. The encyclical reads at paragraph 22, actually, only those are to be included as members of the church who have been baptized and profess the true faith, and who have not been so unfortunate as to separate themselves from the unity of the body or been excluded by legitimate authority for grave faults committed." End quote. That is also the sentiment of the top pro-life priests in the country. Father Frank Pavot, National Director of Priests for Life, told LifeSite News Biden's, quote, failure to protect the unborn puts him not only in conflict with the Catholic faith, but with the founding principles of America, the very meaning of public service and basic human decency. You can't kill babies and you can't authorize anyone else to do so. In this video, you'll see now, Father Pavone says clearly Biden is not living as a Catholic. Hi, I'm Father Frank Pavone. In this year's presidential race, Democrat candidate Joe Biden will try to appeal to Catholics by saying he's one of us. We do not want a religious test for public office, but neither do we want candidates deceiving us. The Catechism says respect and protection must be ensured for the unborn child. Yet Joe Biden does not want to protect a single unborn child from abortion. He is not living as a Catholic. As for voting, not only can Catholics not vote for Biden in good conscience, said Father Pavone, but they can't vote for Democrats, period, and neither can anyone else. It's time to stop pretending we can be neutral. The Democrat Party has set itself up against the church, against the unborn, and against America. They do not deserve one ounce of power in this country, said Father Pavone, and anyone who gives it to them shares the guilt of all the evil they do, and that starts with our religious leaders. Father Stephen Imbarato, an activist pro-life Catholic priest, a regular on EWTN and a member of the Red Rose Rescues, has said, quote, Joe Biden has already, rightfully so, been refused communion. He is a walking and talking scandal to his faith and has rightly been refused the Eucharist because he persists in ongoing mortal sins, thus separating himself from communion with the church. He scandalizes the Catholic faith in so many ways that objectively he actually seems anti-Catholic in his beliefs, end quote. Father Imbarato said simply, no Catholic can vote for Joe Biden.
He added, I'm also begging Catholics to not risk the grave sin of scandal by supporting this man with their vote. Thus, we would be heaping more scandal upon more scandal upon scandal. Many people, he said, respond to my comments with, what about Trump? He answered this way, this is not about Trump. Trump isn't even a Catholic. This is a Catholic issue. A Catholic can't vote for Biden. Whether they feel in good conscience, they can or can't vote for Trump. He noted that between 45% and 48% of Catholics voted for Hillary Clinton. Four years later, he said the situation with Biden as a Catholic is much worse, and the choice is much clearer insofar as not who any Catholic can vote for, but who every Catholic can't vote for. No Catholic can vote for Joe Biden, end quote. Well, let's actually take a look at Biden's record on life and family. By the way, those are the top two issues for Catholics in political life, as was explained by Pope Benedict XVI while he was actually still Cardinal Ratzinger under Pope John Paul II. On abortion, Biden has been upfront about his agenda to ensure the so-called right to what he calls a woman's reproductive health, by which he means permission to kill babies in the womb. In his Agenda for Women, released in July, Biden promised to restore domestic and overseas funding to the abortion industry cut by Trump. Biden said he will, quote, work to codify Roe v. Wade and his Justice Department will do everything in its power to stop the rash of state laws that so blatantly violate Roe v. Wade, end quote. The largest abortion operation in the United States, Planned Parenthood, has naturally endorsed Biden. In their statement, Planned Parenthood touted the former vice president's support for expanding access to contraception, increasing legal protections for access to abortion, promoting comprehensive sex education, and reversing the Trump administration's rule prohibiting Title X taxpayer funds from being given to organizations that refer for abortions. Prior to the announcement being made, Alexis McGill-Johnson, the acting president of Planned Parenthood, told NPR that November's presidential contest is literally a life-and-death election, end quote. During the coronavirus crisis, when all sorts of medical procedures were suspended due to the pandemic, Biden wanted to ensure the continuation of abortion. Quote, we need to ensure that women have access to all health services during this crisis, Quote, he said, the Democratic presidential candidates added that, quote, abortion is an essential health care service, end quote. Historically, Biden had a slight qualm with forcing Americans to pay for aborting children abroad. But during the campaign, he flip-flopped to go against what is known as the Hyde Amendment. He said, quote, if I believe health care is a right as I do, I can no longer support an amendment that makes that right dependent on someone's zip code. But Biden's abortion pushing is even more extreme. When he traveled to Kenya as U.S. VP in 2010, he urged the then pro-life government to pass a new constitution that would legalize abortion, bribing them with the promise of funding. I'll quote it for you. Quote, We are hopeful, Barack Obama is hopeful, I am hopeful that you will carry out these reforms to allow money to flow. End quote. That was Biden speaking to a crowd of Kenyans when he went there to visit in 2010. And if that's not bad enough, Biden was even positive on China's brutal one-child policy, which as we all know includes forced abortion and sterilization. In an August address in China in 2011, Biden said he would not second-guess China's coercive population control policy. 
Biden said that the Chinese official, quote, share a similar concern with American leaders in terms of a shaky economic outlook. He said, quote, you have no safety net. Your policy has been one which I fully understand. I'm not second guessing of one child per family, said Biden. As LifeSite reported at the time, the implementation of China's one-child policy is notoriously brutal, with women routinely forced to undergo abortions and sterilizations or handed crippling fines and other punishments for illegal pregnancies. Human rights activists say as many as 35,000 abortions are performed in China each day, nearly 10 times the rate of the United States. And in case you might think Biden didn't know of the Chinese one-child policy brutality, Biden was actually informed by the foremost expert on the program. Stephen Mosher, who has personally witnessed forced abortions in China, has spoken himself with Biden on the issue. He said to LifeSite News, and I quote, I know that Joe Biden fully understands how women are arrested for the crime of being pregnant, how they are incarcerated and browbeaten for this crime, and how they are forced to undergo abortions and sterilizations. I know because I told him so. While serving as a commissioner of the U.S. Commission on Broadcasting to China, said Mosher, I briefed then-Senator Biden on population control Chinese style, end quote. Mosher actually accused Biden of clearly pandering to his Chinese hosts in brushing off the policy's moral significance. This wasn't ignorance and it wasn't a gaffe. Biden wanted China's communist leaders to know that he and the president, that's Obama, he serves, are more than willing to turn a blind eye to the atrocities committed in the name of the one-child policy. End quote. On the family issue, Biden has been just as extreme. Biden himself boasts of having endorsed homosexual marriage in 2012 before even Barack Obama. On August 1st, 2016, Biden actually officiated at a homosexual marriage ceremony, that's a homosexual marriage ceremony, holding it in the vice president's residence. He then tweeted out a picture of the two men holding hands as he looked on approvingly, and he commented in the tweet saying, quote, Proud to marry Brian and Joe at my house. Couldn't be happier. Two longtime White House staffers, two great guys, end quote. Biden announced in June that his top priority, if elected, will be imposing his so-called Equality Act. Well, the actual title of the document is The Plan to Address LGBTQ Equality in America and Around the World, end quote. There's actually an incisive analysis of the plan at LifeSite News. Paula Reinhardt notes in that analysis that, quote, the real rub is that sexual orientation and gender identity are granted special legal status with this power to trump religious convictions. Faith-based adoption and foster care agencies would not receive federal grants unless they agreed to place children in same-sex homes. She explains that in Biden's plan, students would be guaranteed access to bathrooms and locker rooms of their choosing. Conversion therapy becomes a punishable offense. Government forms would be required to have a third option for non-binary individuals, and it would be a legal nightmare to terminate a pastor or Christian school teacher who decides to present himself as the opposite sex or live a gay lifestyle. Women's sports would be dominated by men on hormones. End quote. Biden said in a January 
um, in January, one day actually after the March for Life, which he knows pro-lifers call the civil rights issue of our time, he tweeted this instead, quote, let's be clear, transgender equality is the civil rights issue of our time, end quote. And Biden added, there is no room for compromise when it comes to basic human rights. And if that's not a dig at pro-life Catholics, nothing is. When he tweeted that, James Shoup, a man who underwent a sex change operation, then regretted his actions and attempted to return to normalcy, warned Americans what Biden's vision for America really means. At LifeSite, you can read that Shoup, who was America's first legally non-binary person and has since reclaimed his male birth sex, offered a short litany about the disastrous impact transgenderism has had on society, and in particular on women and girls. He said, I quote, Men in women's bathrooms with little girls, males winning first place in female sports, males in women's homeless shelters, male predators being placed in female prisons based on feelings of being a woman. He added, and Biden calls it the civil rights issue of our time. Women, do you agree? There is much more to say, but let me close by appealing to those Catholics who may disagree with me about the election and feel the need to vote for Biden despite all of that. At 77, Biden will soon be meeting his maker, and now is the time to be praying for him to convert, not goading him into a position where he will do untold harm to the nation and his own soul. And the perspective of those top pro-life priests in the USA are truly Catholic and concerned for Biden's soul and those of the bishops who are failing in their duty to discipline Biden. Father Imbarado told LifeSite News, quote, a more concerning potential scandal, that's more concerning than Biden himself, may be that of the U.S. bishops, that they have not forthrightly proclaimed Biden's defiance of his Catholic faith. What every Catholic knows, yet half choose to ignore because the bishops have ignored it and remained silent about it. Father Imbarato added, the silence of the U.S. bishops about Joe Biden may even be a greater scandal than Biden's idolatry, which by which he places his intrinsically evil political agenda before his Catholicism, because a case can be made that he indulges in such scandal and idolatry because of the tacit approval from our shepherds, end quote. And a few bishops have indeed warned Biden, called him out, even saying he should be denied Holy Communion. Remember the faithful who is publicly committing a grave sin, as for instance, is Mr. Mr. Biden by his support of, among other things, of the the practice of procured abortion. Uh, the the priest is obliged to to counsel the the person not to approach to receive Holy Communion, and if the person approaches to receive Holy Communion, he is to refuse it. For a Catholic to say that they are pro-choice or promoting abortion, I, I would hope that they would recognize that that position is inconsistent with being uh, a good Catholic, a faithful Catholic. But most have remained silent. And that silence shows a real negligence and lack of concern about Biden's eternal salvation. 
St. Paul warns in the Bible about receiving communion, quote, Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks of the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of profaning the body and blood of the Lord. That's 1 Corinthians 11.27. Such a person, says St. Paul, drinks judgment to himself. The head of Human Life International, another great pro-life group in the States, explained in an article posted at LifeSite News, quote, For this reason, the Church urges all Catholics to examine their consciences before receiving the Eucharist to see if they are guilty of mortal sin. If they are, then the Church teaches they must first go to confession and that if they knowingly receive the Eucharist in a state of mortal sin, they commit a further grave sin of sacrilege. In most cases, this process of discernment is personal and private. However, the Church also recognizes that there are circumstances in which a minister of the Eucharist must refuse a person Holy Communion for his own good and for the good of the whole Church. The circumstances when this is necessary are clearly laid out in Canon Law. Indeed, Canon 915 could not be any clearer, quote, those upon whom the penalty of excommunication or interdict has been imposed or declared, and others who obstinately persist in manifest grave sin are not to be admitted to Holy Communion, end quote. So finally, there's a petition at LifeSite where over 20,000 people have urged the U.S. bishops to refuse Holy Communion to Biden. We acknowledge that making a decision to exclude public figures from Holy Communion is not easy. But sometimes, says the petition, this is the only way to make them understand the error of their ways and to preserve the church from serious scandal. As one of the petition signers myself, I say with all the rest, quote, We do not hold ourselves up as judges over Joe Biden's eternal soul, but we encourage you, that's to the bishops, to make known one of the consequences of public and obstinate support of abortion by our Catholic politicians, end quote. Politicians, says the petition, politicians hold a special place of leadership in society affecting the lives of many people. So pro-abortion politicians who also proclaim themselves to be Catholic should not think they can demean the body of Christ by promoting killing other human beings with no consequence. In the end, we thank the bishops for taking leadership in this matter and we pledge to pray for the bishops and for Catholic politicians. Join me please in that prayer and also go over and sign that petition. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston, and may God bless you. Hello, this is John Henry Weston. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to the John Henry Weston Show YouTube channel if you haven't already done so. There you will find all the past episodes and much more. Thanks again for watching, and may God bless you.